Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf in this week's episode about the book Lead the Room by Shane Hatton. Keep listening to find out why your presentation skills aren't just about what happens on the stage. Welcome back. I'm your host, Steph Clark, and each week I share with you the three big ideas from the best non-fiction books that I've been reading and do the reading so you don't have to. This week it is the book Lead the Room by Shane Hatton. Little funny anecdote here for you. I had the pleasure of knowing Shane in a internet friends kind of way because we've yet to actually meet in person, even though, or despite the fact we both live in Melbourne. And recently when he knew I was reading this book over my ill-fated reading week, which was meant to be me going away and reading some books, but a lockdown happened and meant I stayed at home and read some books. When he saw I was reading this in my little reading week, he said, look, if you don't like it, just forget I exist, forget the book exists and just never speak to me ever again. Luckily for both of us, the book was good. So I didn't need to delete Shane from existence or certainly from my life. And potentially at one point we will get that coffee that we've been talking about for about 18 months. Now, some of you will already know that because you are a subscriber to the Bookmark newsletter, my fortnightly newsletter I send out with things to read, things to listen to, and some musings and ramblings of what I've been up to. If that sounds good to you, you can sign up and subscribe by hitting the link at the top of the show notes of this episode. Head to your podcast player to find that link. All right, let's get into this book. Presentation skills, leadership skills are things that I find very interesting. They are some of my favourite books to read about or things to think about and things to do. And this book ticks both boxes. Let me tell you a little bit more about the book and a little bit more about the author before going into the three big ideas. We don't need better speakers. We need more effective leaders. This book isn't a primer on becoming a better speaker, though if it helps you nail your next presentation, that's great. The real goal is to help you become a more effective leader. In Lead the Room, you're invited to think bigger and aim higher than the idea of presentation skills, to think holistically about how you can communicate and connect more effectively. This book will give you the tools and raise your visibility, leverage your leadership platform and lead with more impact at scale. Shane Hatton works with organisations to develop remarkable people leaders, the kind that you talk about and remember. Put simply, he helps shift people leaders from high potential to high performance and from great to remarkable so that executive leaders can move from transactional to strategic. Shane's clients say that his secret source is his ability to bring clarity to their thinking and simplicity to complexity. He's an author, trainer, coach and speaker based in Melbourne, Australia and works online, on stage and in person. He's also a member of the Forbes Global Coaches Council, a Gallup Certified Strengths Coach and the author of Lead the Room, Communicate a Message that Counts in Moments that Matter. Available in all good bookstores. All of those little blurbs were taken from Shane's website, shanemhatton.com. I've put a link to that in the show notes if you'd like to find out more about Shane. All right, let's get into the three big ideas about the book Lead the Room by Shane Hatton. Big idea number one is who, what and when. This goes to the idea that a great presentation or great presentation and communication skills is all in the preparation. Shane says there's more to leading a room than being a great speaker or delivering a polished presentation. And he gives a couple of examples in the book of where he saw some speakers speak at a particular conference and one of them had a super polished presentation, but the audience looked pretty bored and not very engaged. Whereas there was someone else who came on, was visibly a little bit nervous, maybe less experienced as a presenter, but had everyone leaning in and just enraptured by the energy and the engagement that they had in the room. 
most of us, we worry about how to present or how to present our ideas or how to stand up and give a presentation. We worry about things like what to do with our hands and where to stand and how to move without actually thinking about the who and the what of a presentation or any type of communication. I use the word presentation here, but really you can expand that out into really any type of communication. The who that's important is who you are and what's your reputation. How credible are you? The what is what you say. Is it clear, succinct and valuable? And then how is delivering in a way that connects and using the medium or the method that connects as well. So that's big idea number one, who, what and when. Big idea number two is positioning, messaging and developing. Now, this is the core idea and the structure of the actual book. It's the three big obsessions of great communicators, as Shane says. Positioning is all about developing your character, leading your narrative and building the story around that, building your credibility so you can position yourself as someone who can be trusted in that particular topic, and then managing your reputation, making sure that you're showing up consistently and being authentic in your values and your behaviours. Messaging is determining your value and Shane has this nice way of putting this around thinking about the the boardroom versus the bedroom problems that your audience might be worrying about. And before you put your mind in the gutter there, the boardroom questions or problems are the things that people might be thinking about like, oh, what about our staff attrition or the, the slightly more surface things, whereas the bedroom problems are, don't worry, wait for it, are the things you might tell your closest confidants. So things like, I'm worried that I'm not relevant anymore, or I'm worried that my job is at risk. So by determining your value, you can make sure that you actually get to the heart of the problem, maybe the bedroom problems rather than the things that are presented in a maybe slightly more threatening space. And then defining your message, delivering with impact, and thinking about the structure of any presentation or communication that you are putting together. Finally, developing is the evolution of the craft and getting better at thinking, investing, asking and failing so that your communication skills and style continues to evolve and develop. So that's big idea number two, positioning, messaging and developing or the three big obsessions of great communicators. And then big idea number three is the flight path. And I like this analogy that Shane uses that this is the rough structure of presentation that you could use or a communication that you could use. And he uses this analogy of the flight path or the preparation, the takeoff, the in-flight part, and then the landing, which you can then use in a presentation. The five parts of it are attention, so getting people's attention up front, so asking a question, making a statement, maybe a controversial one, or telling a story. The second part is tension, so giving people a reason to stay engaged, maybe painting a picture of the vision of the future or, or what could change, or really getting into the pain points people are feeling. Third part is perspective, so maybe giving, giving some stats, so showing some research or some key thoughts on the idea or the, the topic. The fourth part is resolution, so the, the what then or the big idea, the one takeaway. And then finally, the important part, the action. What should people do next? What is the one thing that they could go and do as a result of you sharing this particular idea, message or whatever it is that you are sharing? So that was attention, tension, perspective, resolution and action. Or, big idea number three, the flight path. So there we go. Three snappy ideas from the book Lead the Room by Shane Hatton. Big idea number one, who, what and when. Big idea number two, positioning, messaging and developing. And big idea number three, the flight path. 
The book is incredibly user-friendly, so I recommend if you are a leader, particularly a newer leader, a newer people leader, or maybe an established leader, and you know that maybe some of your communication isn't quite landing, particularly maybe in this new world where you can't always have a group of people in front of you. Maybe you're struggling to communicate in a more compelling way in a virtual environment because some of the old tricks and techniques that you always relied on aren't quite working or translating into a different way. Whilst this book was written and released in the before times, it's still absolutely relevant now. And in some ways, I think probably even more relevant as as leaders are having to communicate in a much more human, personal and compelling way. So all of these things are even more important than they have been. Like I said, very practical. There's loads of ideas in there and there's lots of really rich stories and examples and models and lists of things you can think about too. So recommend picking this book up if developing these communication skills and clear, succinct, valuable communication is on your list. And it doesn't have to just be internally with your own team. It obviously can be externally with stakeholders, clients, customers, etc. too. So again, three big ideas from the book Lead the Room by Shane Hatton, who continues to be my internet friend. So thanks, Shane, for writing a decent book so that we can remain on talking terms. I appreciate that. I was actually on Shane's podcast, which he has called Phone Calls with Clever People. A few weeks ago, if you do want to check that episode out, we talked about learning and the the art of learning and reading and lots of other topics too, then I'll pop a link to that in the show notes too. He has such a nice, inquisitive, curious interview style, so I recommend checking out his podcast too. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, get in touch. Contact details, as usual, are at the bottom of your show notes. But otherwise, until next time, happy reading.